Welcome to Rise with Dina and Becca. This is your weekly dose of mood-boosting morning banter. Where we also discuss real-life shit. Mm-hmm. Let's get out of our heads together. Welcome back, everybody, to Season 3, Episode 8, Ooh. Can you I whipped out some Spanish just now? I can, because you met a very cute Cuban <gasps> gentleman when Excuse you were in Miami me. yesterday. Not, I can't get into that just yet. Okay, we'll save that for Episode 5. We'll save that for Episode 5, yeah, exactly. <laughs> We've got some hot topics coming up for that one. But for this one, <laughs> we are super, super excited. We're not going to let the, the cat out of the bag just yet, although oh my Mr. Sweets. Right, right on, on cue. cue. We're still rolling, folks. We're still rolling. I'm sweating. Every, I'm sweating. You're I right. You, I know. The air on, but we had to turn the air off. I turned Milo's watering, watering machine off because it was making too much noise. I'm going to get a, like a water bottle and we just spritz this. Right? Okay. <laughs> moving listen, on. Guys, it's episode four. Can you believe it? Here we are. Um, getting the formalities out of the way always at the get-go because otherwise we'll forget. <laughs> um, if you're not following us on social media, obviously we've got our full title Rise with Dean and Becca on the IG. Yes. You can find me personally um, at Becca Pace. And I'm at Dina Ivis. Um, and guys, we're going <laughs> to... Milo also is not on the IG, although I should probably create a cat gram and then... You really famous. should. So we, go ahead. I, well, I was just going to say Milo was, um, he's clawing our very expensive couch. Here he comes. Here he comes. There he is. You might be able to see his butt. Um, so we have this new, our new little segment that we read something that inspired us this week. So before we talk about um, something else extremely inspirational, I'm going to just share with you um, something from a book of mine that this is actually um, another one of the books that really got me through tough times. It's called The Strength in Our Scars. I know you can't read that from here. Um, by scars are hot oh scars I I have them for my knee surgery they're hottest book um so basically I found this writer on Instagram and she goes by the name Rainbow Salt um but her actual name is Bianca Sparacino I hope I didn't butcher that um and she has so many books I have four of them um in my own collection and um this is something that I thought was really poignant when it comes to today's episode it is quite simple When it comes to anything in life, relationships, friendships, the work you do, the art you make, when it comes to anything, if it does not create an avalanche within your chest, if it does not move you and inspire you, if it does not come from the deepest part of who you are, it is not for you. It is not for you. Ah, so good. Like the avalanche within your chest, like that's how I feel when I teach yoga. And, you know, we're going to talk today all about, you know, finding your passion and exploring it and just fucking going for it. And without further ado, we must introduce our first video guest ever. Yay! (laughs) Miss Corey Heyman is here to join us live for our season four uh, episode four, whatever the heck we are, season three, episode four. Corey, (laughs) hello. please tell everybody (laughs) who you are. And get your formalities out of the way because obviously you've got a lot going on and we need everybody in the whole world to know about it. <laughs> yes, sure. Well, hello, hello. This is actually my first podcast. That was one Are of my questions. Oh my so, god. Thank you, ladies, for having me. Very oh my honored. gosh. My name is Corey. Um, I go by the Coco Yogi on Instagram. That's T H E C O C O Yogi. Um <laughs> <laughs> a big starburst with your cute. 
outline of your beautiful body. Oh, your yeah. logo is so cute. It's so Thank good. you. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's my little silhouette. It's perfect. So <laughs> joyful too. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, I also have started a local wellness market in Delray Beach, uh, Florida. And you can follow that at Coco Market Delray on Instagram. And this is like one of the main reasons amongst many that we are so excited that you're here because this is all about entrepreneurship and taking risks and finding yourself and yeah. trusting the process. And you've had a lot of big changes in your life most recently, but even in the last couple of years, like yes. finding your yogi passion and stuff. And I guess we'd love to know a little bit about maybe like how you got started. Actually, I do have a question. Right? Wow. <laughs> yeah, maybe Get into it. We're very official. Um, <laughs> It's actually a pretty broad question, but sometimes it can be more acute. Mm -hmm. I wanted to know, when did you know that you wanted to become a teacher of yoga specifically? Okay. I love that. Um, <laughs> because something very specific happened that kind of like sparked the idea and okay. then I just ran with it and I went for it. Um, I was fairly certain I was going to be fired from my job. I worked a corporate job. I didn't wind up getting fired, but I was fairly certain I was going to be fired. Um, I worked a corporate job in the substance abuse treatment industry, booking travel, and they wanted me to move to Tampa, Florida. And I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I like said, I'd think about it, but I didn't. And you were living here at the time. Yes. Yeah. This was um, two, two and a half, probably two and a half years ago at this point, maybe even just two years ago. That's um, insane that you've only been teaching for two years, by the way, ladies and gentlemen listening, like hands down, one of the best yin yoga teachers I've ever experienced. And you know, we don't hand out our so compliments nice. lightly, but like truly, yeah. we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah, oh my gosh, thank you. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a fairly new teacher. Yeah, um, and I've just been trying to build, you know, every single day of my life since yeah. I started. but. So anyway, I think I'm going to get fired because I'm not moving my ass to Tampa. <laughs> not going to happen because I've spent a long time. I mean, I've been in Florida for seven years. I've been trying to build a community for seven years and I built something really cool, you know, mm -hmm. and it's because of the people around me. It's not my doing. It's just I'm around, but like surrounded by dope people. I mean, it is your doing because you're like a magnet for good people. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a lot of I'm going to reference here. that when I talk about how we met because yeah. we literally met in such a like serendipitous way. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, mm, not moving to Tampa. And I tell my boss, <laughs> I'm not going. And he basically was giving me an ultimatum saying like, you either go or you don't have a job anymore. And so I remember calling a very close friend of mine who I trust and I go to for a lot of things. And she said, what would you do if money wasn't an option, like an option, mm -hmm. money didn't really matter. Yeah. Um, but you want, you wanted to like fill your days. What would you do if you didn't have to work for this job anymore? And I said, I guess I would teach yoga. That was like the only thing that came to mind because for a long time I was floating with like no direction in my life, like mm -hmm. a long time. I would go to work a job that I wasn't really passionate about. And I would come home and I would like watch TV. I yeah. was like, so I welcome to everybody's no. world. This yeah. is like not an abnormal thing. Yeah. I just didn't know where I was. And every time yeah. my dad talked to me, he was like, what, what are the career goals? What are, and I just was just like, I don't know, Ooh. like whatever. It doesn't matter. But anyway, <laughs> it, it sparked something in me and yoga in general sparked something in me. I've been practicing at that ask. point for yeah. a year. 
Okay. Maybe a little less. So you had recently got into practicing yoga. And it changed my whole life. Oh my gosh. So I think I was six months into practicing yoga when I was asked that question. And I said, I would be a yoga teacher. I signed up for the first teacher training that I could find. um, And then COVID happened. So it was all online and, you know, but, and then I just, I I signed up for a training like a week after that happened Mm -hmm. because I called my parents and I told them like, I really want to sign up for this yoga training, but it's like $3,000. I don't, and they lent me the money. Wow. And I'm on a payment. Parents. Yeah. I was on a payment. They do plan yoga as well, right? My dad brought me to my first yoga class. That's I love amazing. that so much. And a true testament to the inspiration that your parents and the people around you in your life yeah. can, you know, reflect onto you. Mm-hmm. And that's actually how we met. So we didn't shout out Randy. Oops. In our last episode. Oh my God, we got to <laughs> shout out twice. <laughs> so there's a double shout out Randy. Um, but Randy, when I had come down here to kind of scope it out and, you know, Randy took us under her wing, she took me to a yoga class and you were in the class and I don't, I'm going to tell it from my perspective. And then if there's anything you want to add or whatever, but I do remember, like, I could just, you know, as a teacher, I was a teacher, obviously at the time for many years, I always kind of just survey the scene of like, who's in the class and like get the vibe or whatever. And I was like, maybe I'm going to teach here someday. So like, what are the students like? Mm -hmm. And I just remember we hadn't even talked or anything yet at that point. Like you just had this really joyful energy that I was really attracted to. And I would have thought you've been practicing for forever only just because you practice with so much joy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember actually the teacher Corbin went around the room and asked us to say a word that described how we were feeling that day. I don't know that I remember the exact word, but it was what your, whatever word you said, I was just like, I do it, this girl, like, ah, she just has great energy. And I was like, what word am I gonna say now? <laughs> but then we were in the locker room afterwards and we just got to chatting, right? Like mm-hmm. it just organically happened. And I remember you coming home from taking the class and you were like, I met this really awesome girl. She's in the yoga community. I think we could all be friends. And that's ultimately you introduced us as well. And so then we ended up like linking up to probably Green Owl. Well, I was going to say, Corey's <laughs> also the reason why if you guys listen to, I believe season one, we talk all about the Green Owl Diner here in Delray and Dawn, who's this like badass Aww, woman. Who awesome. And Corey introduced us to Dawn, who will be a guest on our podcast <laughs> one day. Oh, yeah, we definitely have to have that. her on. She's very cool. And just what like really like talk about living her passion. Like she loves what she does and it just yeah. exudes from her. Um, but Tell the people what you used to do, if if you're open to that, prior to um, being a yoga teacher. Sure. Yeah. So I was, um, I worked in substance abuse treatment for probably five years. Yeah. So I worked for a rehab. I'm in recovery. um, And that kind of led me into that world. I was sort of like a travel agent for people going to rehab. Mm. Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. So I booked people's flights trains, cars. I tried to make sure they didn't get arrested. I tried to make sure that they got there safely, didn't miss flights. That happened a lot. Wow. Yeah. And you did that for like five years? I was at the company I was at for about four. Yeah. And I wanted to ask you then, I know, so you got into yoga and it changed your life. I want to know what in your brain said, I've got a brilliant idea. I'm going to be basically like the shizniz of Del Rey when it comes to wellness <laughs> gatherings, when it comes to your Cocoa Market Connection or Cocoa Connections Market, how did you get this idea? Because it's genius and everyone needs to know about it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's the market idea started 
and it wasn't a market originally. I didn't really know what it was going to look like, but I compiled a list uh, just on my notes on my iPhone (laughs) of all of the incredible entrepreneurs that I know. Most of them are in the wellness space. I had a list of 19 people. Which is crazy good. Like all friends, all people I know are just out there on their own trying to make something happen. And they're in all different genres, which is so cool. Like dope Mm -hmm. musicians and Reiki specialists and just all, it's not just yoga. All across the board. Um, And I, right. And they're all so different that I was like, I want to create a space where they can all go and like contribute to the community and get together. And at first it was like, at first I was like, how can I bring all these people? We can showcase what we do, charge a ton of money. I'll make a lot of money. And then I was <laughs> well, like, of course. okay, I don't know that that's a thing that like, what would the ticket price be for that? Right. And mm. like, I don't know how that would work. And then I was like, you know, what? I'll just do something for free, but hopefully they can sell their services, make money, mm. but also make connections, meet each other mm-hmm. as well as bring in like the greater community. Um, and it just kind of snowballed from there. And my list of 18 grew to 30. And then within a month, it grew to 45. <sighs> and Did you have 45 at your market yesterday? 43. Oh, I can't wait for the next incredible. one. So you guys, this is monthly. The last one was just yesterday. When you're listening to this, it'll be t- a few days ago. Um, yeah. And your next one is when? March 6th. So it's the first Sunday of every month. First Sunday of every month in mm-hmm. Delray, at South Veterans Florida. Park, Delray Beach, South Florida. And I want to actually come back to something that you just said, which I think is so crucial when it comes to being a budding business owner. You know, obviously we go into things for the love of it, but we also have bills to pay. And you had a job that was providing, you know, a salary you could live off Mm -hmm. off of stability. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Health insurance, I'm sure I would hope, (laughs) you know, and those are scary things to walk away from, even if you, you aren't happy. Um, And so I know, I know you can relate Bex. It's like, cause we also had to kind of start over when we first moved here, even though we'd been doing what we do for years. And at first, of course, you're like, I want to do like, what's going to make me the most money, the quickest. And then you realize when you take a step back, it's like, you know, for instance, when you give free classes away, Bex, mm-hmm. what ends up happening? Maybe you get a new private client out of that, or you just, you go do a class in a park and you meet somebody who becomes like a great friend. And, you know, these things are invaluable, Yes, you know, and they might not translate to money in your bank account right Right away, away. you know, but down the road they will. And I think that that's just a really hot tip for anyone who's trying to start their own business is like, you know, kind of get the dollar signs out of your mind. Obviously, again, we all have a goal in mind. We want to make a certain amount of money by a certain amount of time, but you know, giving stuff away does really translate in the end. So yes. and building this community that you were talking about, because word of mouth is still it's the so best valuable. Huge. Yeah. Um, Cause anybody's gonna, I mean, I met my acupuncturist now through your market yeah. and she, like my knee is almost fully better. Yeah. So man. That, connection. that is what I'm trying to yeah. do. And you're succeeding. I'm trying to connect all the people to the people that they need in their lives. Yeah. And maybe they didn't even know they needed yeah. them. You know, I think that that there's so much value in community and also value in just knowing that the universe will provide it just, it just will. If you are putting out the right energy and taking action every day, the universe will provide. I quit my job officially like the end of December. Yeah. yeah. So new, so fresh. Like, yeah. And I didn't have everything stacked up. I didn't know that I was going to be able to make ends meet but you trusted the it, process. Yes, yeah. I just jumped in. <laughs> I was going to piggyback off of what you say. So for new entrepreneurs, new business owners, 
they, they, they say it takes between one to five years to actually become a success and yeah. to be like in that financially stable yeah. bubble. And here you are literally two times you've done this. So two months yeah. you've been working at this. And I remember sitting down at the green owl <laughs> and having a chat with you about this, the, the scariness and that sense of angst that you get when you're taking a huge risk and you have yeah. no idea what's going to be on the other side. And I, I mean, I remember our conversation pretty, you know, vaguely in that we were like, you, you have to make those steps in the direction that you trust in, because if you don't, then you're just going to be in the same place thinking about and dreaming about the what if, right. And congratulations to you for like taking a step forward and making that happen and like being so successful already. And I'm just sad that I I missed your your event yesterday. (laughs) We'll we'll definitely go to the next one. And we actually, Corey is also in Aries. Fire. Ah! (laughs) We have to celebrate our, I mean, you're born in April, but um, your birthday is in April, so March, March, March 5th. I knew this because you have the same oh, birthday yeah. as Amber. Like you're like mm-hmm. a tusky yeah, kind but of. Bex mm-hmm. is in April, but like mm-hmm. your March market will be the kickoff of Aries season. And y'all know if you listen to the podcast, we're obsessed with Aries season, and we start it like a <laughs> we month jumped early. the gun, yeah, <laughs> pretty fun. yeah. Pretty- but that also just goes to show that you trusted in your in yourself and in the universe. In yeah, the, yeah, in something greater. I just was yeah. really attuned to I think the signs and the feelings and the vibes that were like coming my way, and it was just like opportunity after opportunity just kept popping up. I got hired at Drive Shack to teach all their employees. I got hired at the Seagate Hotel, which is huge. And, you know, it just like things started happening. And then my parents came to visit and we were just walking around and I've I mean, I know a lot of people. Yeah, you do. I don't, and they kind of just saw what I built. They came, I, I forced them to come to like five of my yoga <laughs> classes in like five days. I'm sure and- they went kicking and screaming. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end, and my dad is a successful entrepreneur, but for a long, he was like, Corey, do not quit your job. Do not quit your job. Really? Yeah. He was like, you're, you're so new at this. You're building. You have, I mean, my job was nice. They let me drop down to part-time. They paid mm-hmm. me full-time for part-time hours wow. for a long time. Mm-hmm. And they were, you know, it was, they were really good to me and supportive in my journey. And my dad was like, you'd be insane to quit that. And then when they, my dad was here on the last day, he was like, quit your job. And I was <laughs> he like, saw what you yes, were doing. right. Yeah. And anyone who visits Delray, you're going to walk the streets and you're going to see Coco Yogi little stickers on basically <laughs> every street lamp, branding. every mailbox. It's great. It's, and and yeah. I, I actually have because I'm in awe of the way that you market yourself, because this is something that I completely suck at. (laughs) And I try, but like being that you are so good at what you do, do you have any tips for people who might be like on the cusp of maybe trying out an entrepreneurship? Is there something that you do specifically that helps you market yourself? I yes yeah I like that question I I was organic it wasn't even (laughs) I know wow wasn't even (laughs) written down I think believing in what you do is huge huge but I also think that you have to get over the fear of marketing yourself and being loud about what you do like loud and proud I tell everyone if I'm (laughs) online at the coffee shop I will strike up a conversation with the person next to me and tell them what I do I yeah. I just, yeah. I just do. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's, it's who it's I am. I live and breathe it. And I also scream it from the rooftops. And I think that you can't be afraid to invite people to your stuff. Mm-hmm. You can't be yeah. afraid to shamelessly <clears throat> plug yourself at any opportunity. 
which you do <laughs> so brilliant. And I think I, there's I think, a balance. But yeah. I, yeah. I try to, I try to toe the line. I think it's easier to do that too. When you know that what your product, if you will, is, is something that's going to help so many yes. people, you know, yes. it's like, it's easy to peddle that than like lipstick, <laughs> you know, yes. I used to work for oh. Estee Lauder. So, you know, it's yeah, like, no, I think that, true. you know, when you're passionate about it, it's like, of course you're excited to share about it. It's like we are, when we teach, we're like, we can't wait to get new people to our classes. We're like, you're going to feel good. It might take you like five classes to really start to feel that, but you know, it will happen. So I yeah. think that, yeah. And I, my, tar- my target audience is people who think they're going to hate yoga. And are super not that. into it That's and have never too. tried it before. And right? I'm like, you just take a chance. I love this. My two yogi friends sitting on the couch right now, because you guys are so complimentary and I was never a yogi personally. I had a tough time getting out of my head mm-hmm. and, um, it's, I have to say, I have to be honest. The first time I took your class, I wouldn't, didn't know what to expect. Obviously I've right. never taken your class before. And I was used to such a dynamic vinyasa that you teach. And so when you got into the first gentle stuff, of course I got in my head where I was yeah. like, well, when are we going to like move more? And then it was the second I kind of flipped the switch. I was like, oh shit, this is freaking awesome. <laughs> it was amazing. Yeah. And I, I was there with my friend, Anna, who was visiting. Yes. We were at, um, we were at uh, old, school, old Square. school Square where you do your classes in front of the tree. That was in the my holiday freedom season. flow when I got off probation. Wait, tell the people why he was on probation. Yeah, I feel like we we get a backtrack. backtrack. (laughs) No. Well, one thing I didn't know, by the way, is that Delray is like a huge hub for recovery recovery capital. I I never know that that either. Like when we just moved here, we didn't know. So yeah, yeah, I learned that like just from meeting a lot of people down Mm -hmm. here who are in recovery. Yeah. It's a pretty amazing place to be. It's so inspiring and happy and everything. And I mean, you don't have to tell the people like why you're on probation. Well, I do. Of course, no pressure. But like, it kind of makes for good gossip. <laughs> <laughs> if it comes from the source. Yeah. I was on <clears throat> felony probation for five years, wow. which is wild. Wild. For a DUI. Um, I got, well, so in New York state, if you're unaware, if you get two DUIs within three years, it's an automatic felony. Wow. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. That's so intense. Yeah. But I guess it like makes you not. Also super dangerous to drink and drive. Exactly. Don't do yeah. that. Yeah. Don't yeah. do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I retired those days back mm. in my high school career. I retired <laughs> those days in 2014. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, coming up. Coming over. Oh yeah. <laughs> Look at the double elbow. Um, do you have, well, that leads in very well to my question because, you know, we have come across a lot of people who are in recovery down here. And, um, you know, I think having personally never, you know, dealt with that. I mean, I did have, um, you know, addiction issues in my family. We haven't mm-hmm. really talked about that. That can be a whole nother episode, mm-hmm. but personally, I've never really dealt with that, um, you know, with a, with a partner or even with a close friend. And so yeah. I'm just curious if you have any advice for somebody who's either in a relationship with someone going through recovery or in a close friendship or even a family member. Well, I think if you're in that situation, it's a lot better to be having someone close to you going through recovery than it is active addiction. Mm-hmm. So first of all, be grateful. <laughs> yeah. um, I also want to say I'm not at all a spokesperson for recovery mm-hmm. and I, mm-hmm. I don't do that whole thing perfectly. Um, I'm really grateful for where I'm at today. I got sober in 2014. Um, so I'm a little over seven years sober, which is wild. Wow. Amazing. Um, <laughs> and 
I don't know. I think if you have someone in your life that is new to recovery, what I would say is just support them as best you can without making it weird. I, you know, (laughs) sometimes I'll go out to even still seven years sober, I'll go out to dinner with someone and they're like, I can just, they're looking at the wine list and I can just tell they're like, so in their head about like, oh my God, should I not order this? Oh my God. And I'm like, please live your life. Right. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I think, I think like a newcomer in sobriety, um, doesn't want to feel super alienated. I would say maybe don't get shit faced in front of this person. <laughs> or probably with, shouldn't do that anyway. Right? Yeah. Or yeah, like, uh-huh. on a date or. But I, yeah, I don't know. I think I think just making them feel welcome, but also like think of some fun shit to do that doesn't involve drinking. Yeah, yeah. Which is, there is so much. There's so much. So to much. Do. So my first few years down here, I actually didn't know anyone not in recovery. Wow. Really? I didn't. I didn't have any friends that were like normies we call them and I was in just such a bubble which I think actually really helped me for a while because yeah, it was just not system. ever on my mind yeah you know just everyone I knew was sober and it was just not even a thing and then I like moved downtown and I realized Atlanta Gab is such a hot spot for like partying and stuff and I'm oh, like, oh yeah. my god I haven't seen any of that in years where were you living before you moved to your um, dope ass apartment I- <laughs> I'm so grateful to be able to frequent every once in a while. I actually, I lived here in this, in this apartment building. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry to, hopefully the vibe is a little different. The vibe is immaculate in here. (laughs) Yeah, I lived here with an ex that ended horribly, but actually to go back to when I met Dina, the reason that like we hit it off was because you were going through a breakup and I was like, girl, I know all about that. And I think I said to you, like, please let's go get coffee and talk about that. Oh Oh my God. Um, but I don't look at me now and look at you now. (laughs) Look at us now. I know. Thriving. (laughs) Thriving. And and you are also single. I, I sure am. I, you get, yeah, get hit sure up a lot was. on the apps. She's very, you know, she's <laughs> hot commodity. Because I feel like you always have really fun stories to share with us. Uh, they're fun for other people to hear. <laughs> <laughs> we do like to be on the receiving end. Right. Kind of the, the dating disasters that are my life. Right now. <laughs> I feel like it, that is everyone's life. Anyone who's single <laughs> can, can at least appreciate to a certain degree the yeah. frustrations and trials and trids that come with like attempting Trial. to date. And yeah. Although the good thing about it is it allows you a lot more time to focus on your business. That's yes. true. And I think that that is one, one of the reasons why like you and Ibex were able to really jumpstart our businesses when we got down here because we were single, yeah. we found ourselves single, you know, not too long after living here and not distracted. Right. That's, stuff. that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Not to say that I'm not out here dating. I matched. <laughs> you date so much. <laughs> I matched on Bumble with a guy two days ago <laughs> and I, he seemed funny and he had something funny in his profile. So I like, I swiped right. And I don't know, I it's Bumble. So I had to say something first. And I said something about how his profile was funny. And he goes, you're too tall and beautiful for me. I can't do this. And then he <gasps> unmatched. Are me. you serious? <laughs> I mean, did he take that as a compliment? I don't know. Like, like even a compliment comes across as a dick move. <laughs> like why? I was like, nice? what? Milo will be nice to you. He's desperate to get over here with a girl with some affection. He just gave me a huge headbutt on my leg. He's like, can I come over there? Come on in. Um, (laughs) uh, Did you have, so we have, obviously we have a list of curated uh, listener questions. 
And ironically, yours was at the top. I don't know if we already hit it. I don't think we did. But maybe we should. Do you want to read your the honors? I am honored that you wrote down my question at the top of the list. I did. Sure. I hope you can read my chicken stretch. Sure. Let's give it a shot. Oh my we'll, we'll give it a go. Okay. <clears throat> what is the scariest part about being your own boss? What is the most rewarding? I feel like you should answer I was going to say, let's question. flip it. Yeah. You read my mind. Wow. <gasps> Okay, well, when I asked you this question, I wasn't intending on answering it. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'll chime in if, if your brilliance doesn't answer at all. The scariest part is having, so I teach mostly privates right now and I, people are very inconsistent yes. and unreliable. You know this. Yep. And if I, like, I have to depend on other people to show up to make money. Yep. Like I can't just go and teach myself and make money. You know, so that's that's Wouldn't scary. Wouldn't that be amazing? I, <laughs> I'm just gonna put myself through my own workout and then get right? a ching in my Venmo. Yeah. Later. I will say though, a hot tip for that, and this is something that I learned, you know, pretty early on into teaching private clients, is that you just gotta sell. And I'm, I know you do this, I'm sure, but if you sell them a package, right? And you're just like, all right, you buy a five pack, and that's like the minimum that I'll do, let's say. And if you cancel in less than 24 hours, totally. it's understood. You already paid me that you're gonna lose. And you know, you have to put all this in writing, yeah. of course. Yeah. You know, but I, I know because I dealt with so many flaky people in New yeah. York to the point where I was like, I'm done with private clients. I've since picked them up again. But yeah, it, it can be very frustrating. It's and also I am. I think there are a lot of yoga teachers and you, you are the same as me are out there teaching in studios and they don't have to do much. People just show up to the studio and yeah. the studio does the marketing. I mm -hmm. am my own studio. You are, yeah. your, you yeah. are, yeah. you're all your own suit, right? Like we yeah. are out here hustling. Yeah. If we don't do the work then people aren't going to show up. And it's interesting now that I, my focus is on this market. I have done less marketing for my classes. And, and I was I like, you're getting more people. I'm not. Because yeah, your focus is now on the market uh, and less on, yeah. The hope is yeah. I will be able to kind of streamline it, but it's interesting. I, I've been promoting less for my classes because I'm spending all of my days <laughs> planning this market, yeah. which is super rewarding, but also I show up to teach and it's, you know, it, when last year at this time it was 30 people and now it's five, now it's six, now it's. Yeah. But there's also this interesting thing, and this is kind of a tangent, not along with the question, but uh, the city told me that I can't charge for classes outdoors unless I go through the proper channels and they right. just won't tell a, me what the proper channels are. Or, yeah. And I can't get an answer. So right now everything's free and people will sign up and then not show up. So I, yesterday right. I had eight people signed up for my class and then I got there and no one came. Oh, no. and, you know, so that's, that, that's the tough part about, you know, wanting you obviously want to charge people money but if you do something for free that's the tricky part because people yeah. aren't going to commit if they're not paying for well it. yeah that's what I've been finding which yeah. is interesting so I just have to find my stride for it but the scariest part is knowing that if you don't put in all the work like no one else is going to do it for you and you I, have yeah. to do all of it and I think as a business owner like we have so many different directions that we want to go in like we want to have a private clients yeah. and we want to teach our yeah. group classes and we want to you know have these amazing wellness markets and do all these collabs and do retreats and you have a retreat coming up that yeah. I also want to talk about with our friend Shelby mm -hmm. a mutual friend but and we'll get back to that remind me that back because I'll forget okay um or Corey but basically I was just going to say it's like I think that's another tip when it comes to being a business owner is you kind of have to streamline your direction, what direction you want to go to. And that's not to say you can't dabble in mm -hmm. 
different things, but you're, you're one person. You don't have like a team behind you. Like one day when you have a marketing team and all this stuff, (laughs) you know, great. You know, that's a whole different ball of wax, but for now it's like, you know, this market is clearly kind of where you're pouring all your heart and soul into, and you've only done two and they've been amazingly, amazingly successful. So that in and of itself is going to just propel you to the next level. I agree. I feel like because of the success of the market, more people will know who you are more people will start That's to come to your goal. classes. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, but th- this unfortunately is, is the fitness and wellness industry. There are peaks and valleys. Yeah. Right? yeah. We're doing industry. this for over yeah. a decade. And even in this New York city where you're showing up at studios that you're expecting 70 people, mm-hmm. there are still huge lulls at certain times of the year where just, yeah. you don't even know, like, how does this make any sense? No one's here. Yeah. And it's and hard to put a value on it. You know, you just have to show up. Yeah. You just have to show up. Yeah. Exactly. And you are, and yeah. you're killing it. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're, we're here to, to speak to our audience that, you know, you have an incredible, um, product, which is yourself and Aww. the way that you teach. And <laughs> I feel like, you know, we're, we are all valuable assets to this, to this town because, yeah. you know, there's a lot of talent sitting on this couch right totally. now in many ways. Yeah. And we're only one person each. So it's like, you can't, each. you just learn <laughs> like we're, we're collectively not just one person. <laughs> head, you know? But you know, it's like, I think another thing that I've learned having done this for so many years is it's okay to say no to certain things. And at mm-hmm. the beginning, I will say, I'm going to like backtrack a little bit. At the beginning, I think as an entrepreneur in any industry, you say yes. You say yes yeah, to pretty yeah. much everything. And it yeah. doesn't matter how much money you're going to make. It doesn't matter how many people are going to show up. You say yes, because yeah. you might meet that one person who's going to become a life or a private client or take you, you know, totally. you're going to teach at their hotel. All of a sudden they have these uh-huh. connects, you know, yeah. but then I think as you continue to go and you start to get, you know, busier, you have to then protect your energy and be like, okay, totally. there are certain things I'm going to say no to now because I just physically can't do it. Yeah. And, which brings me to a question that just popped up in my head. What do you do when you're not doing all this other stuff or dating? Like, you know, you used to watch TV. Oh. <laughs> you know? What do you do for fun? Well, I have developed an insane amount of workaholism. Mm-hmm. So I work. We got to work on this market. We got to work on not working (laughs) as hard. All of my free time is going to this market. Uh, But I also love to go out to dinner with friends. Yeah, that's we got to do more of that. We'll do dinner. And we actually might take a class tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I go, I go to yoga. It's so interesting. Now I teach yoga all day, every day, and I don't get to do yoga anymore. <laughs> I know, and right? it's like my body's yep. going through the motion, but my brain is not getting the oh, benefits. Yeah. Yeah. And yep. I, I need to figure that out. We right? literally just did this today. We like take carbon. We, we've talked about this in past episodes where it's like finding uh, daily practices, daily rituals. Yes. And I know you, you practice religiously before you got so, you know, yes. consumed with your market, which as you should, because you know, you're going to take over the, the world with this. Um, but this is something that I struggled with for the longest time because I always found being such a busy teacher in New York City that I was like, oh, I'm getting my workout in when I'm teaching. But it's not the same. It's not. You know, you're mentally there for someone else. Yeah. You're, you're going through the motions, but you're right. It's right. not the same Well, and thing. as a teacher, I feel like you're constantly like, oh, that was a great transition. Or like on. that cue yeah. was like so brilliant. And so you can't help but like not be fully immersed in yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, especially when you're taking a class with a brilliant teacher. You're right. like, oh, right. I'm going to get some of their mojo. I know. I was in Nicaragua trying to relax on this yoga retreat and I couldn't turn it off. 
I couldn't turn the teacher right. brain off, yeah. you know, but that, and that's a balance that I'll find. Well, I'm glad thing. she just said that because we already forgot to bring it back to the <laughs> retreat and like, you know, I know we've been chatting for a bit, but I do want to make sure we get this in there. So you're leading your first ever yoga retreat. Shelby and I. Yes. Yeah. We love Shelby. We love you, Shelby. We love Shelby. Shelby is one of the most talented teachers that I know she's besides amazing. you guys sitting on this couch <laughs> right here, but yeah, she's amazing. And we team up and do all kinds of events together and we co-teach and we just, I think have a really nice balance. You and do. Yeah, thank you. you really yeah. Um, so we are leading a retreat together. We've not officially announced it, but <gasps> we've talked about, about it. <laughs> we talked about it to people. So it's chill. We'll we'll maybe we'll announce it today before, well, we're before Wednesday. Karen, and you have the official <laughs> dates and everything for everybody. Yeah. Part yes. So it's in Nicaragua. Yeah. It's going to be January of next year. Great. Yeah. Great. At, at Kayla Nielsen's still salty escape the place looks gorgeous so she's a, a dream she's a local yogi right that yeah she actually yeah. Retreat center. she she is kind of like a global yogi she's wow. super well known um she's an incredible teacher and she yeah she bought this property in nicaragua and built an incredible retreat center this is what we'll be doing this is in, our, our time your plan. Plan. great so we got to get to know literally kayla, kayla nielsen it. we're gonna yeah. hit you up and she's lovely get all your tips yeah um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hijacked when you were saying that you love ice cream and I think this oh. would just be a funny question to ask because you also love ice cream. I do. I What's your favorite cream. flavor? Oh, Ben and Jerry's fish food, but like on, on, <laughs> Wait, the, on the couch, What's fish, food? fish food is <laughs> milk chocolate ice cream with marshmallow swirls, caramel swirls and chocolate fishes in it. Oh, wait, excuse me. I need this in my life. It's so good. We'll it's head over so to Publix good. and we'll, we'll go check to it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for later tonight. So they actually have a Ben and Jerry's <laughs> store on the Ave um, in Wait, Delray. The Ave, you guys, is like what we call the like the it's main like what the, drag. What the cool here. kids say. It's right? Atlantic Avenue. But anyway, <laughs> I I don't really like the store. I like to have the pint in my hand with yeah, sweatpants on, my glasses, oh, yes. just you know, eating right out of it. Wait, on is the there couch. any other way to eat ice cream? Not that Ben and Jerry's. The love of my life. You right could now. go walk that every night. <laughs> I actually curl up over here on the shelves, you guys. Yeah, <laughs> blanket over me, and I just that's the mood. My chocolates, and I eat my chocolates uh -huh. and my sweets. Um, I feel like that's such a sweet note to kind of end on a high note, right? Yeah, you know. Well, I wanted to take it into one more question do. tangent. That's a good teaser for galentine's day which is coming Ooh. up next week um and i this is just a silly question that's related to nothing but uh, I, <laughs> I know becca was getting turned on by you talking about ice cream so <laughs> i wanted to know <laughs> i mean i know you you are into gentlemen but um do you have a girl crush yes well okay <laughs> i have there's so many friend crushes that i have that i'm like oh my god i'm dying to be your friend um yeah it doesn't have to be like you know but a also a a, yeah. i do yes i do but someone you like idolize it doesn't even have to be like somebody who's in yoga but i'm just curious okay so <laughs> yes desi do you know desi she's alive yes she's, she's a musician <laughs> has she I played actually don't know. yes she okay. did she did yoga with live music with me and shelby she okay. also played at my market yesterday oh, i don't know her she okay. is the dreamiest most wonderful musician Desi. Okay. and she's so hot okay. and she's just so she's such a vibe we need to find her on instagram immediately their i'm gonna look her up a hundred percent yeah i have a um I have a girl crush also. Oh my God. I love that you're talking about I'm going to say, I, I'm not going to say her name. Well, of course, but whatever. But I 
like I am so into men. It's ridiculous. Like we're actually <laughs> watching the euphoria right now. And I can't even like contain myself because there's so many full frontals there's of men. There's so much full frontal. There's so much penile. And I'm like, I'm dying. I haven't seen one in real life. I'm so in real life. life. IRL is the kids. Yeah, IRL. Which I have to Google when most of what the fuck does mean. Um, and I'm so physically attracted to her. It's not even funny because her body is unlike anything I've ever seen yeah. in my entire life. And she also is incredibly talented at her craft. She's pole dancer, ladies and gentlemen. A pole dancer, I mean, obviously, yeah. right? I mean, but like, yeah. So it's one of those things where I kind of creep from a distance. And like, if she ever comments on my shit on Instagram, I'm like, I'm trying to find Desi's Instagram it's, so we can shout it out. It's no more Monday blues. No, oh, what a great name. So, so she, no she played, blues. we're friendly. I wouldn't say we're friends. We don't know each other that well, but I love her and I want to be best friends with her. But anyway, Desi, if you're listening, yesterday, right? <laughs> no more Monday blues, you guys. She's, she's so good. Um, yesterday she was playing at the market and I, and I like walked up to listen to her. Cause I'm running around like a yeah. chicken with his head caught. Oh yeah. At this market. But I walked up cause I heard her start. I didn't even see her arrive. She just showed up and started playing like a, right like on a, time. Like a, she slipped in like an angel, like an angel. <laughs> from heaven above. <laughs> I didn't know this question was like, <laughs> um, and she like shouted me out on the microphone and she was like, Coco, she, she was like, look at all this magic you've created. Aww. And it was just like such a cool moment. Cause I, I was like, that. I love you. Women <laughs> supporting women. It's yeah. where it's at. It really is. I mean, yeah. we, I, I love that we're in a day and age now where women aren't being pinned against each other. Or if they, no. if people try, we're like, fuck that. No, we love yeah, each we other. Don't, we don't invite that energy into no. our lives. Exactly. We want to pick each other up, uphold each other, help everybody accelerate into like this. And that's the vibe that I'm trying to create with this market. And not it's not just women only, but it started out as my list of 18 or 19 was all women. And I was like, maybe it can all be, but anyway, it's not all women. Yeah, but everyone is welcome. Yes, everyone is welcome. But lifting each other up is like so important and it doesn't happen that much. No. And, so, and then when it does, doesn't it feel so awesome? Oh. And you're like, I have a tribe. Exactly. Like, yeah, around me and you always feel good about yourself. Exactly. Okay. Someone's always there to say, yes. hey, I'm here for you if you it's need anything. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. I'm a, I know we're closing this off, but I'm part of a, this group of 10 women and okay. we go on a big trip every year. <gasps> and it's just incredible to travel with these women. We went to Utah this past year. Wow. We did Bryce Canyon and Zion. Um, and Shelby then, was with you, right? Mm-mm. Oh, did no, you these are all sober there? women. Oh, okay. Shelby and I went to Colorado. That's okay. Which was also super fun. Um, but we've been to Yosemite. We went to the Smoky Mountains. We're oh just like bopping gosh. around wow. the U.S. It's awesome. Just the tribe. Well, you know? I was going to say, come to Coco's next market, March which 6. is March 6th, you guys, if you're in the South Florida area. It's what, and nine come to two? Every nine time? to two okay, at okay. Veterans Park, Delray Beach, Florida. Yeah. And we'll put all of Corey's information on our episode notes, but come join the tribe. And you could literally yeah. meet this woman in the flesh, <laughs> right? She'll be running around. So don't be offended if she doesn't like talk to you too much. She's very busy. I'll give you a smile and a wave. You can't miss her. Yes, she'll be glowing as always. And you can join the tribe. Yay, join Yay. the tribe. Keep Thank growing. you so much for being our thank first you. video guest and just... Thank you for popping your um, podcast, Cherry, with us. An honor <laughs> and a pleasure. Ooh, we love you so much. Thank, Thank you. Everybody will uh, tune in next week. We will be back with some Galentine's information. And until then, you guys. <laughs>
Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you like what you hear, make sure you click follow so you're in the loop with all of our new episodes. And please be sure to spread the word to all of your friends.